Well, we remember during the pandemic that a host of ills were unmasked quite quickly and that our supply chain was a lot more fragile and that our reliance on sometimes nefarious sources uh, put us at a vulnerability that was alarming. Well, the president has a new supply chain resilience council that supposedly is going to address that. They held their first meeting. Jared Halpern covered it. Our Fox News radio correspondent and WJR contributor joins us live to kind of give us the, uh, the, the down low on what happened there. Hello, Jared. How are you? Very good. So wait, just, re- re- you know, refresh our memories. What kind of products, what kind of commodities are we talking about? Boy, you remember back uh, in the uh, maybe I guess it's the first kind of holiday shopping season after uh, the coronavirus pandemic. They were saying that if you ordered uh, a lot of electronics, appliances, uh, even like after Thanksgiving, the likelihood is that they would not arrive by Christmas. I mean, things weren't on shelves at toy stores, all of that uh, because of the supply chain. Right. You had all those factories that shut down overseas. You had backlogs at U.S. ports. And so uh, in the time since then. Uh, the administration has tried to, to ease a lot of that uh, that, that, that backup, right? They, they've spent a lot of money through the infrastructure bill to expand ports. They've done a lot with the infrastructure bill and the Chips and Science Act to kind of boost domestic production of a lot of these um, goods that, that were made overseas. What the president is doing now is um, trying to follow up on that, basically saying that he wants this task force that you mentioned uh, to address supply chain problems so that it is resilient um, moving forward and won't have the same type of fate regardless of what challenges may uh, move forward. One of the things that they are doing is really trying to improve access to medicine. Um, the president said that what uh, the administration will do is rely on what's called the Defense Production Act right. to ensure that uh, these types of drugs that are considered uh, national security priorities are manufactured here in the United States. That is something that he says will bring down the cost of these medications as well. Is he just and talking about drugs, Jared, or is he also talk, talking about the compounds that we now import from China to make the drugs? Yeah. Uh, both, right? It's to make sure that basically from, from uh, you know, soup to nuts, A to Z, these okay. drugs can be made here in the United States. Um, and again, the reason that they would use the Defense Production Act is because they would go to these facilities that already exist and basically order them to make these types of, of um, uh, uh, drugs and medicines, right? It's the same thing that you saw happen, for instance, in the early days of the pandemic. Uh, President Trump, President Biden both relied on the Defense Production Act to boost manufacturing for, um, you know, the project, the protective gear that the first responders, doctors were using, masks, things like that, right? And so it's that law kind of saying now moving forward, we're going to use it when we need to for things like medications, which took a big hit during um, the the supply Mm -hmm. chain. But let's keep in mind what all of this is about, right? What was the biggest impact of the supply chain issues? Inflation. Inflation, right? Right. That's what drove inflation. When there aren't goods on the shelves, it's simple supply and demand, right? There was no supply. There was a lot of demand. Costs skyrocketed. Now that supply's back, uh, you know, inflation is starting to ease, but not nearly quick enough as most voters, most Americans would like it to. Uh, inflation rem- remains the, the number one uh, issue driving down President Biden's approval ratings. And so this is all tied to the president trying to, um, you know, turn around uh, not just perception, but reality as well for a, a lot of these costs and, and inflationary concerns that are 
um, still top of the list for, for Americans across the country. Jared, will this council that the president has put together, will they be able to monitor the supply chains, uh, you know, through like different yeah. uh, data agencies and things of that nature? I know that's something he wants to do. Are they going to be able to do that? Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons I think that you create these types of councils is because this is a cabinet level agency. It involves cabinet secretaries from across right. the spectrum. The idea is that it better creates those data points so they know kind of what each agency is doing. So they're not missing anything. They're not doubling up and missing something. Right. And so that is part of this as well, too, is trying to better collect data. Where do we need these resources to go um, through these uh, types of different legislative um, bills that have passed through, say, chips and science, uh, the infrastructure bill, the um, Inflation Reduction Act. There is a lot of money out there um, that has been uh, allocated for supply chain resiliency. The question now is making sure that that's implemented uh, in the right way. And so one of the things the president has directed this new task force to do is to make sure that they are collecting the data to make sure that can be done. They've also identified about $35 million uh, to invest in the production, uh, again, of injectable medicines, going back to this idea that so much of uh, the medicines that Americans rely on are either produced fully or in part overseas. Uh, Jared, we talked about medicine, but there are programs tied to production of other goods for the supply portion of this, uh, you know, math problem. Yeah, listen, and again, I think you've heard the president kind of tie in a lot of the federal funding to the supply chain. Chips and science, right, is about trying to get semiconductors uh, manufactured in this country. Something like 90% of semiconductors uh, produced globally are based in Taiwan. That's a problem, right, for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. One, you have the geopolitics of it, of, you know, you don't know if China could move into Taiwan, but we've seen... Uh, that, you know, when factories shut down in places like Taiwan and China, um, you can't get that that technology out of there. And so the president has uh, spent a lot of time and political capital on trying to boost that manufacturing here in this country, that microchips, these computer chips need to be produced here locally um, or domestically. And you've seen uh, a lot of bipartisan support for that. You've also, by the way, seen a lot of private investment in that. A lot of companies now moving there. Now, they're getting a lot of incentives to do that from the government, but the idea being that these public-private partnerships are going to have to be the key to a lot of these supply chain uh, concerns. Indeed. Jared, thanks so much. Something we will continue to follow. Jared Halpern, our Fox News contributor. There There is one caveat with that. If you force a company that has already deemed a product not to be cost effective, Right. They can't produce it effectively or or within a proper cost structure here. If you do that under the Defense Production Act, isn't that going to be inherently inflationary because they're not going to be able to produce it at the cost that they that we were getting it before? That's right. So while this may be a battle against inflation, the president's policies could actually make it worse. We'll see you tomorrow at six.